It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcast. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You are looking live at Tim Murray and Super Bowl champion Sean King on VSIN Primetime. All right, it is our final hour here on VEASAN Primetime. Danny Burke filling in for Tim Murray live in Chicago. But there in Las Vegas, we've got Sean King. And uh, hey, Sean, I know you're uh, joined by a couple of guests there in the studio, Wilbo and Banksy. Uh, how are things hanging out there, fellas? How are we doing tonight? Everything is great. And I know somebody's going to be fired up because this right here is a weather forecast and it says 70 73 and 74 for friday saturday and sunday the weather has finally come back in vegas man it's been a long stretch welcome darren banks will bold as always on thursdays hanging out here on visa prime time being the head guy at stadium swim i mean how exciting is it that we're finally finally to the beautiful portion of the weather in Las Vegas. Sigh of relief, uh, Sean, because realistically, you're right. You know, the weather has been, this winter might be the worst winter we've had, you know, ever since at least I've been in Las Vegas. So to finally see it turn the corner right in time for conference tournament, right in time for March Madness, uh, we are fired up. Now, I know who's a little probably, you know, looking at us with a cross eye, and that's our guy Danny Burke, who's doing this from Chicago. So I'm sure it's not uh, low 70s in Chicago, I would presume. 
No, it's uh, it's a little different here, you know, mid to upper 30s. But I, I was joking <laughs> before the show because I was in Vegas the other week and I, I have this running bit almost where I go somewhere and travel. I always bring the bad weather with me. And it's happened twice when I've gone out to Vegas. When I first moved there in 2019, we were leaving the polar vortex here in the Midwest. We're going to we're all happy, right? We're going to Las Vegas. It's going to be sunny. We go there and it snows and it's like the first time it had snowed in Vegas in years. And I'm out in my house in the neighborhood with my snow scraper that the neighbors are all taking pictures because it's like never happened in their lifetime with all their kids. And I'm just like, I'm just here with the same old crap. And then last week it snowed when I was there again. I, I just can't escape it. So I'm jealous of you guys. Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing all the action, though, at Stadium Swim. So it's interesting because not growing up here in Vegas, not being here from a distance, you look at this time of year and you think only March madness, like people going to get there that Thursday. I mean, they're coming straight to the sports book from the airport. They're not sleeping until they head back to the airport that following Monday. But when you look behind us, I mean, the sports book is packed tonight. Like, and then I start talking to some people. So is this a new trend, you know, coming the week before, uh, March Madness, and you even mentioned people coming the week after. Is this something new that's just started happening, or have I just, you know, been in the group that doesn't know? I mean, I can, I'll let Banksy speed for the casino side of things when it comes to casino hosting, but, you know, it, it's it's for Stadium Swim, you know, it's the kickoff of pool season. Mm-hmm. You know, Stadium Swim, we're open 365, seven days a week, so we never close, but pool, se- pool season officially starts this weekend, so that's why a lot of people do come out, but people love the conference tournaments. I mean, I mean, it's it's always been big. I've always had a good amount of people come out on these weekends. And like I mentioned, uh, you know, the, the second weekend, all people, people love that. And that's only going to get bigger in Vegas, especially with, uh, you know, Vegas hosting the West Regional for the, uh, uh, the Sweet 16 Elite Eight. Yeah, when you guys look at, like, Vegas hosting these events and how it's becoming more progressive with more sporting events coming to town, I mean, what does that do – for you guys there at Circa, obviously from just attracting people's standpoint, but then specifically at the sports book. Sorry, can you repeat that one more time? I didn't quite hear you. Yeah, no problem. So I'm just saying, like, you, you talk about, like, the regionals being there in Vegas and, and you're getting a lot of the action, not only with college basketball, but other sports, too, are, are becoming more popularized and you're getting more main attractive events in Las Vegas. What does that do for you guys from just getting business standpoint to the casino and especially with these sports books, how big is that to you guys? Yeah. I mean, like you said, you know, all these new things happening in Vegas, uh, you know, it's, we're, we're very lucky. I uh, know uh, we welcome all that stuff coming to Las Vegas and it definitely brings in, you know, people we weren't originally getting uh, coming to Las Vegas to visit uh, this wonderful city. Uh, and then when it comes to sports, you know, you know, golf's getting huge and, you know, a lot of people are betting on golf this weekend with the players uh, and then, you know, we just have so much things going on. So, you know, it's super exciting to see. It's very, all, it's all positive. Uh, and, you know, the more things are merry in Las Vegas. Speaking of the players, did uh, did we get any futures bets in to win outright? I personally uh, went with Jason Day and Tom Kim. I think Day shot two under, if I'm not mistaken. I, I'm not sure exactly where Tom Kim is. But Tom Kim plus two, that's not good. The minus in front of the numbers. What we're looking for, <laughs> Come on, get yourself together. Uh, any futures bets uh, no, for the players? I've got, I've got Sheffley. I got Morikaro, who happens to be in second. Seven under. And I have Garrett Higo, who's minus two. So right now, my guys are looking okay. My three, that's all I've got. But hopefully, uh, 
you know, these these are the times these last two couple trips in Florida right now before they move again. Uh, these the real players have to show up. Yeah, for me, uh, I was laying in bed last night watching uh, Full Swing, uh, watching that uh, new uh, golf doc, and uh, you know, I'm like, oh, I haven't bet anything on the players yet, and I was watching the Morikawa episode, so I uh, I took a 25 to one shot on uh, Colin Morikawa to uh, win the players. We actually had Steve Sands on the show earlier in the week, and he's on that uh, Netflix uh, series or whatever that they have following the golfers around. Yeah, I still haven't gotten over Kapalua. Uh, like, if I see Morikawa, like, just depending on where we're at hydrating, I, I might say something to him. I mean, what an <laughs> epic collapse on Sunday. <laughs> if he if he's anywhere around the top of the leaderboard, I'm just ask John Rom to go walk by him. Like, John, just go over there and, and, and scare him away. But, uh, College basketball conference tournaments going on. I personally have a bunch of futures plays. I took Texas A&M in the SEC, Kansas in the Big 12, Maryland in the Big 10, Villanova got a big game tonight versus Creighton in the Big East, and NC State who's playing uh, Clemson. I didn't name Tulane because that was just like my annual play. I don't think they have a real uh, shot. Do you guys (laughs) have any uh, college basketball futures that you're sweating for the conference tournament? Uh, none personally for me. No, I just got one play tonight, uh, which uh, will be starting here soon. I'm taking Stanford plus the points uh, versus Banksy's pick to win it all, Arizona, uh, in the conference tournament. Well, you know, I don't know anything about basketball, so I got State. Or uh, who do I have again? You have Arizona. Yeah, I have Arizona. And you know what? Since you mentioned it, I'm going to take Villanova. I think I just seen them go across there, did I not? Yeah, Villanova's getting. Six, I think, versus Creighton. I'm taking them. Like, I sound like an expert. I'm going to take Villanova. <laughs> I actually have Villanova to win the Big East. I, I, I was kind of disappointed when the bracket came out. And, Adam, I will get to what you have here in a second. Because I wanted to take Creighton and Villanova in the Big East. So I was really hoping that they were on opposite sides of the bracket. But I didn't get that fortunate. And so I went with the better price in Villanova. Uh, what's his name? Justin Moore is back. The guy who tore his Achilles. Last year in the tournament for Villanova, he's back and playing high. Adam, you have any things in pocket college basketball tournament-wise? Uh, in terms of tournament, the only thing that I got conference tournament is just really Michigan State is the last thing I got at 6-1 to one to win the Big Ten. They kind of get a favorable draw potentially it's now that Ohio State money. is stepping up. Hey, I yeah, I know you're all on the Buckeyes now, but Tom Izzo in March, baby, if the boys get hot, I think they got a pretty favorable path. Obviously, if they're going to go up against Purdue, who knows at that point uh, when you're facing a seven-footer in Zach Eady. But hey, Purdue's choked in a couple of spots, but uh, that's all I got still remaining in terms of the future. Nothing with the big dance yet, because guys, I'm kind of waiting more for the draw, and I realize I'm going to lose a couple dollars or so in terms of the value, but it's so wide open this year that I'd rather wait and see who may have a tad bit more of a favorable path from a group of teams that I may already have some conviction on, and and then just have a little bit more confidence in one of those in one of those squads and look to approach it that way. That that's really the only way I've gone about it, Sean. You know, it's interesting. Uh, we got you heard a little background noise. You mentioned Michigan State because that's the alma mater of Wilbo. Yep. So uh, I, I know you guys just are, are arsonists. You just like to light things on fire because that's basically <laughs> what you're doing with your money. If you're, no, I'm just joking. And couches. The and Big, couches ten, the big ten is wide open. But Ohio State has won two games, so I know anything is possible in that tournament. I, I, it just, I, what happened to the Big Ten? I mean, Michigan stinks this year. Yep, tough I mean, loss today. Purdue, like he just said, they choked. Purdue fans still haven't digested what happened in the St. Peter's game last year. <laughs> I mean, so. 
I, I don't get the Big Ten. All the teams that are supposed to be good aren't. Like, all the money that they put into recruiting, uh, development, you think they'd have elite players. You don't see the elite players. Wisconsin is down. Iowa's down. Like, these are normal basketball powers. Uh, we talked about it earlier in the show. What do you think Tom Izzo's chances are with this Michigan State team? Well, you know, you mentioned earlier, this this you know March, it's so wide open. You know, anyone can win. Uh, and, you know, if Michigan State gets hot at the right time, you know, with Tom Izzo and his, you know, pedigree and his background, I think, you know, there's a shot. I'm not going to, I'm not going to, you know, put my hat on it to, for them to go all the way. But I think they have, definitely have a shot at, uh, at this Big Ten championship. Yeah, I, I think so, too. And again, the biggest test now is them going up against the Boilermakers, if we're presuming that's going to be uh, the matchup going forward. But uh, look, guys, you know, Sean was already ragging me earlier because just like our producer, Britton, I went to Nebraska. So I was at the Bones. game yesterday and got embarrassed. So now now I'm a Spartan fan. I will be rooting for Michigan State with you, Wilbo. So uh, let's go green, baby. You know, what, go white. Sweat now. You know what's interesting <laughs> in the tournament? You could literally make a one-unit play on 10 teams knowing that you're automatically going to lose nine of the 10 bets and still make money. That's the, <laughs> that's the amount of teams that are like 17 to one yeah. or higher. Like, mm-hmm. it, it is wide open. Like, this is unbelievable. Yeah, it really has been. And uh, it's going to continue to go that way, it appears. So we'll keep covering that here on Prime Primetime. Of course, Will Bone Banks, who will be hanging around for a little bit more. Sean King is well there at Circus Sportsbook. Beautiful setup. Awesome night filled with college basketball action. Hey, we got to hit some hockey, too, because I know you guys got some plays with the puck. Uh, I'm sweating out a couple. We'll update some of those lines, see how they're looking. There you go. There's the nice crowd there at the Circus Sportsbook. So stay with us, folks. Myself, Sean King, Wilbo, and Banksy will return here on Decent Prime Time. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr. And I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back. And joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because, God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. 
I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is VSIN Primetime with Tim Murray and Sean King on VSIN, the sports betting network. It is time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app, BetMGM Sports. BetMGM has all your favorite wagering options along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much more. So download the BetMGM app today and stop by any MGM casino on the strip with your state-issued ID to open an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM's state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Welcome back to VEASAN Prime Time. Danny Burke here in Chicago filling in for our guy Tim Murray. But we got the trio there. At the Circus Sportsbook, we've got Sean King, we've got Wilbo, and we've got Banksy. The whole crew is live in action on this nice Thursday evening. And apparently we're getting some action from the man himself, Derek Stevens. And I'm getting told that we got a picture here that needs uh, potentially some explanation or just a shout out uh, that Derek was sending along. And uh, Wilbo, apparently you can explain this in the background of the picture that we're going to be throwing up here on our VEASAN feed. Yeah, so uh, shout out Primo's Pizza. Uh, Primo's Pizza is in Birmingham, Michigan. Uh, you know, I might be biased just because I've been going to this place 
since uh, I was a young kid all the way through high school where we got dollar a slice with our high school ID all the way up until college where I was actually allowed to start buying booze there. So, uh, you know, I, I'm biased, but it is the best pizza in Birmingham uh, and in Michigan, uh, let's say that. And uh, Derek, I'm jealous. I know he's watching right now. He is currently eating a couple slices back home uh, in Detroit, you know, watching the show. So shout out to Primo. Shout out to Derek. You know, it's interesting because when I played for the Lions, like all of the guys lived like in Novi, Royal Oak, Birmingham. Like they were all out in the burbs. And so I never went out that way because I live right there at Fairlane Mall. I mm -hmm. had gotten a deal with the, the Hyatt, <laughs> the Fairlane Hyatt. I had worked out a deal. And like those places were out, but they used to talk about a pizza place. And I'm assuming that it was Primo's. Probably not. But anyway, that's Wilbo, <laughs> these Birmingham kids. Listen, Jets Pizza in Detroit. Derek's going to use his Primo's thing. He's not even from Birmingham. He's a gross point guy. But listen, Jets Pizza was the best. But all I know, I don't know if you guys noticed in the picture, the snow oh, yeah, on cold. the ground yeah, in cold. Detroit. I'm like, Derek, enjoy your pizza in 34-degree weather because it's 70 in Vegas, baby. I just like the fact that a pizza place has a liquor sign. Like, oh, yeah, 100%. <laughs> Yeah, it's the best. And they deliver quick. I know you're throwing fast. back shots at Casamigos since you give me a slice. <laughs> <laughs> I guess when it's cold, you got to do something to warm up, right? You know, great oh. wings, too, by the way. Unbelievable wings. Hey, well, well, let me ask you. All right. Is Detroit-style pizza the king? Are you a little biased in that regard? Because, you know, we got to eat this year, but true Chicagoans, we, we stand strong with the tavern style, right? The thin crust. And then you got the New York slice, so... How much how much love are you putting on your Detroit style? I'm pizza putting massive love on my Detroit style pizza. There's no question about that. Uh, when it comes to your uh, Chicago soup, uh, I'm not a fan of you know the tomato Chicago <laughs> soup, whatever that People is, whatever you guys call that stuff. Yeah, okay. But uh, yeah, no, I, I I respect the thin crust love, but no, I'm a Detroit guy through and through, no question about it. So without being all disrespectful right. at all, what is Detroit style pizza? Like I, I don't feel like. I've, it, I've, it's, I've, I know the difference. They're Detroit, where you'll see, and they sell it around here, so-called. It's a little thicker. It's got a lot more sauce on it. Mm -hmm. um, the bread is kind of crisp, like crispy on the top. It, I mean, it's to die for a crust. Like, and then you got a little sauce on it, and be like, oh yeah, you don't really have to have a lot of ingredients on it, but it's nice to have them. But that's mine. I mean, I'm a lot older than you, young lads over here, but. Yeah, yeah, you said it. I That's, think it's I think it's a mix between the Chicago Chicago di uh, deep dish and the, just the New York style. Because I've seen Chicago, I know what Chicago is. That's like a meal that they're trying to right. pan off as pizza. Like it's <laughs> the amount of stuff in there yeah. is, is significant. So I'm saying it's soup. But speaking of pizza, if we want some pizza money tonight, I heard Banksy has a hockey play. We can get back to the window and uh, maybe buy us a couple of uh, Detroit style pizzas. Well, the only thing I got right now is. I'm on Vegas. I thought Tampa Bay should win this game, but I was on Vegas, and the other team was the Bruins today. But I had the over. I don't know if it's going to happen now. I mean, it's only one nothing, I think, in the first period. But Bruins, the two, two nothing, nothing now? Yeah. Okay, so. And you know Edmonton's capable of scoring. Yeah, they can score some goals, and they score them in bunches, but uh, and they give up a lot. <laughs> That's why I was expecting a high so score I, I game. I did play the Lightning, but Puck Stradamus' play of the night. Nashville Predators tonight on the puck line. Plus 145. Jump on it. They're at Phoenix playing the Coyotes. I know Nashville stinks. Listen, the Coyotes, for some reason, never play good against other bad teams. 
But let the Hurricanes or the Bruins or somebody come in there, and then they'll be up 3-1. You'll be like, I can't believe I laid minus 450 on a favorite. <laughs> so I'm hoping that that trend holds, holds true tonight. Uh, Adam, you got any plays left tonight that haven't started? I mean, Danny, that haven't started? No, why I keep calling you Dan, uh, Adam. I'm sorry. <laughs> hey, it's the same last name. It's it's an easy mistake. We did the whole stepbrothers bit. We wore the uh, sweater vest, so easily mistaken. No problem. Uh, I'm sweating out Tampa Bay with you there, Sean. Aside from that, I've got the over for the Kings and the Avalanche tonight. Two offenses that mm. can easily light it up. And look, Los Angeles has been on fire offensively as of late. And especially on the road, it's not like they kind of waver away, if anything. Uh, their production is just the same, if not goes up a little bit. They're averaging three and a half goals per game on the road. We know what Colorado can do, certainly at home at about 3.4 goals per game. Corpus Salo in the net for the Kings. Uh, he played Colorado very earlier this year. I, I think it was the first game of the season, actually. Gave up five goals, but look, it's not like his numbers were that great when he was with the Blue Jackets. And I know he looked okay in his debut with the Kings against the Blues, but I think the Avalanche are going to pick him apart at least enough to get over this total of six. And again, the Kings offense should at least be able to produce themselves to get this total. I like, I think this number Sean should have been at like six and a half. So I did six to the over minus minus one twenty. I think we should get there uh, toward the end of the third period. Hopefully, I mean, hopefully it gets sooner, but I think it's going to be a close game and then we'll probably get that late goal to get it pushed over. It's interesting. There are three teams that I'll never talk anybody out of the over on in hockey. And that's Colorado, Edmonton and Columbus. Two of those for one reason <laughs> and the third team for another reason. <laughs> Columbus gives up more goals than any team I've seen in the last decade. Um, having said that, where are we at? Let's get some updates. Uh, Illinois down four with about five minutes left to Penn State. This will be a bad loss for the line. who have kind of been back and forth, inconsistent, have a really good win over UCLA this year, but some bad losses as well. Texas is handling business up 43 to 26 right now over Oklahoma State. I know Arkansas just went on a little mini run as well. I think they are up. Let's Looks yep, 54-39. So, handling business against Auburn. Auburn's been kind of offensively challenged all year. Nothing has changed so far tonight. Virginia are up seven against North Carolina, 44-37. Still a lot of time left in that game as well. Xavier trying to make a comeback against your DePaul basketball team. That game is down to only Xavier being down by eight. I actually took Maris tonight plus six. Playing Quinnipiac, Maris is up 49 to 34. So unless I just mushed myself, that one looks pretty good. Oh, hey, Tony. Yeah. The great Tony just walked in. I can't wait to get my hydration started on this wonderful Thursday. Well, I got about 30 hey, minutes left. So uh, Wilbo uh, Stadium Swim this week, you guys sold out. You still got a couple cabanas left if somebody wants to make a, a last-second trip. Uh, you know, I encourage last-second trips 100%. Uh, well, I encourage you to make the trip out to Las Vegas. I don't encourage you to make those plans last-second. Uh, but uh, in terms of Cabanas, no, we're fully sold out this weekend. Okay. Yeah, conference championship, the weather's beautiful. We are fully sold out in all of our Cabanas. We got a couple of day beds, you know, but, you know, the party's going to be going. You know, the place will be rocking. It'll be a good time for cheer. You know, one thing I wanted to do one time at Stadium, so I'm just show up and see how many people would, like, let me hang out with them in their Cabanas. 
Yeah, friendly crowd. Yeah. You know, anyone's allowed. You know what? It, it's not hard to do. And I've seen Derek do his little walkthrough. I guess we could call it a walkthrough. Yeah. And, he, and he just stops by people's commander. They're excited. Sometimes they don't even know who he is. But if he's in a bathing suit, they definitely don't know. But if he's in a suit, they know who he is or might have an idea. But he just does a walkthrough. And he just, he'll hang out with people. And they have the time of their lives. And then some of them realize, oh, it's Derek Stevens. You order the casino. And... He just big smiles, and I'm just following him. But, but and it's just fun. You know, we know meet some people. Sometimes we don't get an opportunity. Yeah, I had a great time uh, when we were there. I had some of my friends from uh, Tampa in town for the uh, Eagles versus Niners uh, championship conference championship game, and the guys next to us were all Chicago Bear fans. So we had some interesting conversations about when I first got in the NFL, and Tampa was in the NFC Central, the Black and Blue division, and. Hey, great time. On the other side of us were all of the uh, ice girls for the Vegas Knights. And I was asking them. I wanted to learn how to shovel, but I can't ice skate. So uh, here we got one more segment coming up tonight. Will Bo and Banksy in studio. Our guy Danny Burke coming with us from Chicago. It's VEASAN primetime. Be back. Keep it locked. This is VSIN Primetime with Tim Murray and Sean King on VSIN, the sports betting network. Become a VSIN Pro subscriber today and get everything you need to bet the madness this year for just $19. Whether you're filling out a bracket or betting against the spread, our team is here to help you get ready for every game in every round of the tournament. Only VEASAN Pro subscribers get unlimited access to our daily best bets, tools like our exclusive betting splits, plus our big dance bracket and betting guide. And these guys feature in-depth breakdowns of all 68 teams, Cinderella selections, bracket predictions, and picks on every tournament game from our VEASAN experts, such as Brent Musburger and Greg Hoops-Peterson. So make sure you sign up today to get the betting guides, plus full access to VEASAN through the end of the tourney for just $19 at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. All righty, we are back in the mix here on VEASAN Primetime. I'm Danny Burke, your host, filling in for Tim Murray. We send it back out to Las Vegas. Of course, we got our guys, Wilbo, Banksy, and Sean King posted up at the Circus Sportsbook. And uh, I know off air, we were kind of uh, clamoring a little bit about some hockey discussions, and our producer, Britton Hess, was getting involved, too. Uh, it seems like it may be contentious amongst you guys in terms of who you consider the best American hockey player, Patrick Kane, I'm sure at the top of a lot of people's list, but uh, Banksy, you're shaking your head there. <laughs> seems like you may disagree in this discussion. Oh, most definitely. Mike McDonald that I can think of is probably the best U.S. hockey player. Um, now, Patrick Kane's probably got the most Stanley Cups. As an American hockey player, but American hockey player, best all-around player, offensively and defensively, I would go with Mike Madonna. Yeah, I was thinking more uh, Nikolai Hobby Bullen or uh, very American. Yeah, very American. Andre Andre Vasilevsky. <laughs> very American. Bullen Wall, baby. <laughs> Is Brett Hall not American? No, he was born in Canada. Oh, he has an American he, name. He's a yeah. Oh my God, he do you does. know who his what's dad a, is? What's a Canadian name? I was thinking of that. I'm not sure. <laughs> Banks, Gretzky, Banks. Yeah, Banks. Okay, I'll give you a better one. Who's the best Russian hockey player? Fedorov. 
Oh, I agree. I, I love that card. Yeah, I love that card. Right. Yeah. Yeah, you're going to win with, Come co- on, you're gonna win with a couple of Pucks guys over here. Knows he didn't man. know. He could have been sleeping on that one. <laughs> Pucks Davis knows his hockey, man. Come on. What do you, you think, know, Danny? Fair enough. What do you think, Danny? Uh, I'm with you guys in terms of the of the best Russian hockey player. In terms of American, I mean, you know I'm biased here. I got to go with my guy, Patrick Kane. I mean, I grew up on Kaner. He brought three Stanley Cups to the city of Chicago. It may not be working out uh, immediately with the Rangers right now, but look, it'll it'll pay dividends eventually. And, uh, you know, Banksy, I, I, you were kind of talking about it too and, and with the Rangers, and we'll get into this futures discussion, but do you think that maybe Patrick Kane won't make as big of an impact as people are thinking, or maybe not as immediate of an impact. How do you think that's going to play out with him on the Rangers? I, I think he's going to, he's going to help out their power play. Not that their power play needed a lot of help, but that guy can pass through, you know, the needle of an eye hole. That guy can find a hole. He can find a way to get the puck to you. Uh, he's going to be great in their power play. He's going to be good. He won't be on. The, I don't think he's on the first line. I haven't really watched the game since he played with them, but I don't think he's on the first line. They probably put him on a second, but he'd probably be a better third line player to help those other guys get going and keep them going. But it, on the first power play for sure, uh, he's going to make a difference that way. But five on five hockey, I don't think Patrick Kane's going to do a lot. Not at this time of his career. He's a little older, a little slower. But like I said, he passes the puck so well. Now, now, he makes other guys look better. Internally in the game of hockey, because take basketball. Russell Westbrook has a problem, even though he's not the same player coming off the bench. He thinks he's a starter. Is a guy like Patrick Kane, does ego play into it at all? Or being on the third line doesn't really impact a, a guy in hockey? Because at the end of the day, the minutes you know, can kind of be pretty similar. I don't think he's going to have a problem with it because he knows why he's going there. Mm-hmm. He's going there to help that team build, win a championship, uh, and he's won them, right? So he knows the experience of what it's like to be there for, you know, right to the fourth, you know, playoff series and go seven games and win it all. So he knows what that's all about, knows he's got a role to play. And if it means he's got to be on a third line on a regular shift and then maybe jump in the second line on the first power play, he's not going to shake his head about it. And it looks like Patrick Kane actually did score on the power play tonight. So uh, you nailed that perfectly, Banksy. So props to you on that. Uh, we saw they were tied up three apiece, Montreal and New York tonight. And look, you've seen at our screen the right now. The Canadians. Eastern... <laughs> That's right. I don't think anything matters in New York if Sturskin don't get Lake Six. Because I don't know uh, what happened to him yeah. from last year to this year. where he's been super sketchy and goal. I agree with you. I mean, compared to last year to this season, you kind of thought maybe that he wouldn't replicate as much success as he had last year, but to keep it kind of in a similar, similar area. And he just, I mean, I don't want to say he's fallen off, but the main reason they've had success in the second half appears to be the offensive dominance from them and what they can put up. And then Shesterkin just gets by and you're looking at some of their odds guys. I mean, the Rangers right now, seven to one to come out of the East, the Bruins, as we know, the short shots are plus two forty. Uh, the Hurricanes plus four fifty, Toronto five to one, Devils six to one. What do you guys think in terms of that crop or Eastern Conference teams? Would you take a stab at anybody? Well, I have the Lightning at twelve to one, so I'm standing still on that. Uh, the Lightning are like the 
most comfortable and frustrating team in the back I've ever seen because, like, they just got a methodic way they play. They don't speed up for anybody. They just kind of do their thing. Now, they have these stretches where you're like, yeah, the, the, the run is over. And then you get in the playoffs, and they just they make the plays when they have to make them. So I have them at 12-1. I think that's a good number. I'm a little nervous, uh, and I'll be interested in, in what Banksy, and we'll both think about this, and, and you as well, D. I don't really want anybody in the East because I think it's going to be so hard to get there. You'd have to have multiple teams to feel good. If I could really find, like if, if I thought Edmonton's goalie situation would hold up, like I want to find somebody that I think can come out of the West, not named Colorado, because anybody can lose. Like why? It's, why as it sits right now, Boston's probably going to get uh, Pittsburgh and then what, the, win, the winner of the Devils, Rangers, and then have to play the winner of the Lightning Hurricanes. Like it's a huge grind in the East. Yeah, they, the East. I mean, first of all, you got to look at Boston Bruins, right? Like they're. I don't see how they can lose a series, but Toronto Maple Leafs. Well, I'd be surprised they get out of the first round. <laughs> what well, lose a Tampa? Really serious? They get out of the first round. Uh, you don't think the Rangers could upset the Bruins? No, no. I'm telling you, oh, the I don't see the anybody. No, not in seven games. If it was one game, yeah, but seven games, I don't see anybody beating them. But Ooh, now I you hope, get to I the hope West. It's Boston Lightning. Well, you know what? I hope not. But when they <laughs> when they get to when they get out of the East, I don't, in the West, I like the Dallas Stars. They're a good team, but I gotta go with their Golden Knights. I mean, they're a good team. If they get Stone back in the playoffs, I don't know where he where his situation is. If he's gonna get in there, be able to play or not, but uh, the West is a crapshoot. I think the East is a crap. I wish they just go back to the old format: one versus eight, two versus seven, because two good teams in the East are gonna get knocked out in yeah. the first round, and that's really sad. Now I'm looking back. Derek's texting us, and he's going on about isn't Austin Matthews American? I'm like, yeah, <laughs> but he's not the best, Derek. <laughs> Never will be. That kid is. Those kids, all these kids, all these young. Except for oh, Connor McDavid. God. But he's definitely Connor not American, McDavid. right? Austin Matthews from no, Arizona. Connor, Connor McDavid. He's, Connor McDavid's Canadian. Canadian. Yeah, but that's a Canadian the, name. From, he, him and McKinnon played together, right? Are they both from like... McKinnon, yeah, from Nova Scotia. Nova, right. Nova Scotia. Okay. McKinnon, um, Connor McDavid's from like Toronto area. Hmm. But Austin Matthews, yeah, Derek, we said best American hockey player, not just good one. Hold on. I mean, Austin Matthews is is a very good American hockey player. But he's not the best. He, no, not even close. Not even close yet. No. But, you know, yeah, I think he's got a shot. And, and neither is neither is um, Connor McDavid, who I think is exceptional. But when I go to a hockey game, all I want to do is watch that kid play. Can you, be, can not... you be respectful and call him by his real name? It's Connor McJesus. <laughs> no, because I know the kid and I'm not calling him that. <laughs> he's a joy to watch. I'm not going to lie. Like, the difference when he has the puck or Nathan McKinnon or I don't even know if Matthews is at that level yet. Like, I thought midway through the season last year, he was playing an elite level. He didn't play at an elite level in the playoffs. And then this year, he's kind of just been, ah. But, man, I'm just telling you, when, when McDavid and those guys have the puck, it, it, it looks different. When McDavid and, McK and McKinnon, too, yes. you know, having it, they, with his feet chopping yeah, like that, it, it, it's, it looks different. It's a joy. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, for sure. It's a whole different game. It's like me running the 40 or. or, or no, you didn't run the 40. I didn't run it at my pro day. Oh, okay. I didn't run at the combine. Oh, you didn't run at the combine. Okay. I'll be willing, I'll be ready to hurt myself. Like I, I, I need to get some protection. <laughs>
Oh, man. Hey, Wilbo, really quick, I got to ask, who do you like coming out of either the West or the East before we head out here, my man? Uh, you know, I, I like the Hurricanes. Uh, I think the Hurricanes are a very solid team. Uh, and then, uh, honestly, I think the Knights. I think Hurricanes and the Knights, those are two good teams. All right, there you have it, folks. Wilbo and Banksy, big thanks to you guys for stopping in. It was a blast as always. Make sure you give them a follow on Twitter. Sean and I will be back for one more segment here on Beeson Prime Time. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because, God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I, I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, if you... No, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up as well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James! LeBron James! And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. 
I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is VSIN Primetime with Tim Murray and Sean King on VSIN, the sports betting network. Even a wager that misses can still be a slam dunk with BetMGM, an authorized gaming partner of the NBA. Place an NBA one-game parlay wager with four legs or more, and if you miss one leg, you'll receive up to $25 back. Just opt into this promotion on BetMGM's app or website, and with one-game parlay, you can make selections within a single NBA game, including team and player props. Opt into the promotion, then place an NBA one-game parlay wager of four legs or more, and you'll get up to 25 bucks back if you miss one leg. BetMGM and GameSense reminds you to play responsibly and offer resources to help make appropriate choices. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. All promotions subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets. Bonus bets expire in seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, Nevada, or New York. It is our final segment on this Thursday evening. The show is VEASAN Primetime. I'm Danny Burke here in the Windy City, filling in for our guy Tim Murray. Sean King live in Sin City there at the Circus Sportsbook at our VEASAN studio. At Real Sean King, where you can follow him on Twitter, at Danny Burke 5 for myself, and at VEASAN Live for the Vegas Stats and Information Network. Sean, we've got some uh, some college basketball action. We're sweating out a little bit more than perhaps we intended to. Uh, in the SEC, we got to update the showdown with Arkansas and Auburn. It looked like the Razorbacks had a fairly comfortable lead, but Auburn's working their way back into this. They, uh, uh, I'm seeing now 66 to 60, but it seems like uh, your hands are getting a tad bit sweaty over there with the parlay in Las Vegas, my friend. Yeah, it's seven minutes left, but this is why I took Moneyline tonight and not spread because these games have been kind of tricky. Like, there's an... Uh, a mental toughness that exists in the conference tournament for some of these teams that maybe you didn't see in the regular season. Auburn fell behind, you know, by double digits the regular season. They tended to fold their tent, but in the tournament, they know if they lose, they're probably done for the year in a lot of cases. So the effort, you know, is elite. So we're going to have to sweat some of these out, but hey, man, if it was easy, we wouldn't do it. Um, <laughs> so we'll see. But as you mentioned, it's 66 to 60, a uh, little under seven minutes left. I think there's a timeout that just been called. Uh, Texas uh, is up 15. Uh, they got yeah. about seven and a half minutes. Well, actually under seven minutes now, 6.53. They're up 15, 50 to 35 uh, versus Oklahoma State. To peel back the layers a little bit, Danny, when um, Chris Beard was the head coach still in Texas, their calling card was their defense. That's what he's known for at Texas Tech, and then he brought that same tenacity to Texas. They had kind of gotten away from being as good on defense, you know, after Beard was suspended and ultimately fired, but it looks like they're getting back to being that team. I mean, holding Oklahoma State to only 35 at this point with six minutes left in the game is pretty impressive. 
It, it really is. And we were talking about this earlier in the show with Carl Johnson. I think one of the teams that he listed in terms of squads that have won the championship from whatever year it had been, who were like top 20 in offense, top 31 in defense, I think is what it was or something around that realm. But I believe Texas fit the bill. And you're right. Texas, a team that had really been suited strongly on that defensive front, seeming to pick it up at the right time, certainly against his Oklahoma State squad is like you mentioned, with a 15-point lead for the Longhorns, 50-35. to 35. So that leg's looking safe and secure right now. We'll be sweating out uh, <laughs> Arkansas over Auburn. Hey, you're not sweating out your bet with uh, Marist here, though. 71-52, to 52, my man. Uh, good call on that. Looking strong so far. I mean, the whole game, there's only three minutes left. So uh, that one looks like it's going to be a winner for Just you. upset. I didn't go with my first notion and take Marist on the money line. Uh, I didn't. I should have, but that's okay. We'll take a win anytime we can get it. No doubt. No doubt. All right. The other game that is worth note, Virginia and North Carolina. I had previously mentioned the idea of laying two in the hook with Virginia at the half, and you kind of reminded me what I'd be getting into with Virginia. And look, they they built up a healthy lead once again, but now the Tar Heels creeping back into it. Virginia with just a five-point lead, 55-50. to 50. Four minutes to go in this game, Sean. Four in the hook is the live line at BetMGM if you want to lay it with the Cavaliers at the price of even money. Plus 375 on the money line buyback for UNC if you got faith in the Tar Heels. Yeah. Uh, North Carolina's a dangerous team. That's why I hope they don't make the tournament. That's why I really want Virginia to win tonight. And, and hopefully the committee does the right thing and sends them to the NIT because they basically have the squad they had last year except for Manic. He's the only, you know, contributor that's not back. So the talent is obviously there. Otherwise, they would not have gotten to the national title game last year. And who knows if Baycott is not battling injuries if that goes any different. So uh, very dangerous if they can get in. Hopefully, Virginia puts them out of their misery tonight. Also, because it helps and enhances my money line parlay that I have going that includes the Virginia Cavaliers. All right, let me ask you about a game that's going to be going down in, uh, I guess, 45 minutes or so here, Sean, with TCU and Kansas State. This one's going to get a lot of attention naturally, and I don't know what to make of this one. So obviously I haven't bet it. I'm looking for you to maybe uh, make a pathway here for myself if you've got any action in this spot. My so man. this is a game where I like both teams a lot. So that's why mm. I did not get involved in this. Uh, I think both teams are athletic. I think they have multiple guys who I think are two-sport athletes, meaning sometimes you watch basketball games and you know that's all that kid can play is basketball. There'll be a lot of athletes on the floor that you're like, yeah, they probably could play for the Horn Frogs football team. Yeah, they probably could play for the Wildcats football team. And so that, that tends to lead to an exciting, you know, brand of basketball. Both teams turn the ball over a little too much for me and my liking, so I stayed away from this game, but I am excited to watch it. Yeah, I think it'll just be one I probably stay away. If we get an in-game angle, sure, I'll pursue it, but not going to force anything pre-flop. Sean, what about the Big East matchup then, Creighton and Nova? I was telling our producer, Britton, off-air, I like the idea of taking the points with Villanova, but I feel like, I don't know why, I just feel like if I do that, because I've kind of been waiting for Creighton to explode, like a lot of people have, but I feel like if I fade Creighton tonight, they will finally have one of their signature games that made a lot of people infatuated with their futures price. So I think I'm going to wait, see if I get a better number with Nova in-game, and then look to attack. Well, I'm probably going to sit this one out simply because this kind of mirrors another major conference game that I have tonight where I have future bets 
on Villanova and NC State to win the conference tournament. So I was trying to decide, do I want to money line NC State and money line Villanova and uh, make a little money if either one of them win because they're both dogs? Or do I kind of want to sit back and just let this thing run its course? So I hadn't made a full decision yet. But if I do get involved in that game, it'll be Villanova. Yeah, I'm in agreement with you there. I know it's played him close twice this season. You get Jay Wright and this Villanova team that can certainly slow the pace down and play their type of game and really keep it within the numbers, the biggest thing, right? You just at least need him to keep it close in that end stretch, hit the big shots, or at least hit the shots you need to make, like your free throw attempts, limit the turnovers, which Nova does a fairly good job at doing just that. So uh, this line is moving down, too. It was at five, and now you're seeing it at four in the hook. So a little bit of love coming to the Wildcats before tip-off. Uh, the game we're going head-to-head, kind of like you teased there, Clemson and NC State. You are on NC State. I'm on Clemson. But like you said, you're you're just sweating out the futures bet, right? You're not necessarily betting them tonight? Yeah, I haven't decided yet. I kind of want to, you know, I like to get aggressive, you know, this time of year. So I, I kind of want a two-team parlay Villanova money line with NC State money line, you know, like just and, and if I'm right on who I like for the conference situation, then you know I, I basically have already made my money tonight, and that that, pay, that pays like a whopping uh, four and a half to one too on, on a two team parlay. So that that's pretty enticing. Matter of fact, let me go ahead and hit bet. <laughs> All right, so I just played a two team parlay tonight. Two teams I have. Futures bets on to win the conference tournament. I took NC State money line, got even money, and I took Villanova money line, got plus 170. Hopefully, I'm right on both fronts, and, and we can cash a nice little ticket here. That'll be dope. Four and a half to See, one's what I got back. Yeah, and look, Sean, you're killing me here because I want to root for this plus money ticket to hit with you, but obviously, I'm on Clemson here, so I have to butt heads with you there, and it seems like everybody's on the other side of Clemson, so I mean, I don't you can know. go I, back I, the other <laughs> side for more. <laughs> Guess that's true. We'll have to wait how it looks in game, and then maybe I'll join uh, what I consider the dark side. But uh, college basketball, the other game, uh, we'll also be sweating out Boise State. They're hosting, or not hosting, they're playing UNLV. Uh, Lane about five in the hook. You and I both put them in a parlay. I did Texas, Boise State. You got Arkansas, Texas, and Boise State. So we'll be sweating out them later tonight as well. Feeling well, Danny, pretty good thanks about for it, filling in for Tim, man. Uh, if you go out with Eli tonight, you guys t- put, t- put one up for me. <laughs> You got it, my man. Thanks for being a great co-host. Thank you to everybody who hopped on, the production staff out there in Las Vegas. Again, follow Sean on Twitter, at RealSeanKing, myself, at DannyBurke5. Thank you for tuning in to VEASAN Primetime. Enjoy the rest of your night, folks. Best of luck with all your wages. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 